0: Go forward, her shoulder. Yep.
1: Uh, I, I can hear you sing. Man, yeah, it's going to be a long fucking podcast.
0: Back to Last Men's Opinion. I am your host, Tommy McGrell. With me tonight is producer Roland Barreale, Dan Mara, and Rich Keiko. Tonight we got uh, some football wrap-up, NFC, AFC Championship wrap-up for you. Uh, going to talk some basketball, a little bit of baseball news. We'll uh, tap on. and uh, But first, we're going to dive right into football. So, uh, NFC champ. Tampa Bay Buck, AFC Champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, how do you guys feel about the matchup?
1: I think it's going to be a high scoring fisticuffs uh, out there.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd be shocked if uh, either team scores below 24 points.
1: It's kind of a fun Super Bowl, though, if you think about it. You kind of just want a high scoring. You don't want like a 14 to 10. No. Like really close game, you want it to be just all out, like brawl. I mean, yeah, it looks
0: like on any, you want paper. An
1: game.
0: On a, on paper, it looks like a pretty even uh, matchup so far.
1: Defense has been playing better and better every game through the playoffs. They have more experience. Yeah. I mean, besides Brady and Gronk, probably playing together in the playoffs, so they have that going for them. They have to be the favorite by at least the score. I would say probably. Eight points or something.
0: Where there's only three. Over unders 56 and a half.
1: Over all day.
0: You going over? Oh, Ricky, yeah. you going over?
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll take the over.
0: Damn, Mr. Uh, uh, gambling issues?
3: I, I think I'd go under.
0: Under 56 and a
3: half? Yeah. <laughs> Bulls tend to be lower scoring anyway. So even if it's a high-scoring Super Bowl game, it'll be probably historically low-scoring compared to a regular season game. Would be my guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't
0: know. I think I'd go over too.
3: And obviously, I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are just too good. Too good. Too good. Too good. Mahomes is the what best if, player. What if Mahomes by gets injured
1: early in the game?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, I guess if he gets injured early in the game,
0: but with then they throw everything out the door.
3: Kelsey and uh, Hill and Mahomes. I mean, they're just too good.
0: All right. Well, let's go back uh, to last week. So Kansas City played Buffalo, and the Bucks played uh, the Packers in Green Bay. So we all watched the games. What do you guys? Uh, what you guys think of the games? I mean, they were, they were pretty good games. But uh, I know I think we were all pulling for Green Bay to to beat the.
1: You
3: know,
1: not a disappointing uh, game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not many. Yeah, you know I mean, they had every <laughs> oh, chance I'm to sorry, win the Jay, game. Jay the before,
0: so. oh.
1: yeah, yeah, go ahead, Roland. Go I ahead, think Roland. The Packers kind of gave that game away. I feel like they had every chance to come back, and they just squandered it. Some of it was, I, I would put this on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. We knew like the weak, the weaknesses, and the defense going in. No one really exploited it. And we've called it out like on the podcast before. And Tom Brady really laced into that secondary and, I mean, showed everyone why he's Tom Brady. And the running game wasn't spectacular for the Bucs, but they didn't really even need that. So, I mean, he just put on a really great performance. I think Rodgers really bumbled a lot of plays and drives that they could have capitalized on, Um, especially the three turnovers by Tom Brady and, those resulted in no points, I think, or three points. It was bad. So, yeah, I don't know. Bad game for the Packers. Good game for the Bucks, though. Congrats to them.
0: My, my take on the Packers, and I said it in the chat, Packers overperformed all year and had some scheduling help to get them to where they were. And uh, like you said, the Bucks just uh, exploited the weaknesses of the Packers. I mean, that's it. Yeah. Now, Packers, I'm looking at their schedule. They didn't have a tough schedule.
1: Not at all. And some of the teams in the division, I guess, are relatively tough. They have a lot of good defenses that they play against, but that's about it.
0: Hmm.
1: They played the Saints but got destroyed, right? Oh no! They played the Bucks. They, they, played, the,
0: they played. They played. They the Bucks. They Tampa, lost to us. them 30, 38-10. They lost to the Vikings 28-22, but they beat the Vikings also 43-34 to start the season. I mean, every game they had. There's not. There's only one game. Three games that are under uh, 24 points. No, the two losses. Their other loss, they. They lost thirty-four, thirty-one for the Colts.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, Roland said that I, I thought Iron Rodgers played well for most of the game, but you know, they got off to another slow start, uh, which Rodgers tends to do in these championship games. Uh, the offense gets off to a slow start. They were close to being blown off the field, and then ta- uh, Tampa Tom threw three terrible, or had three terrible turnovers in a row. That you know, kept Green Bay alive. And then, you know, the Packers had the ball. This is what drives me crazy with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had an MVP season, and could very well be MVP this season. And the guy has the ball with a chance to take the lead or tie three straight times, and they don't score, or they score a field goal, which we can talk about that in a second. But, like, that, to me, that that, that can't happen. If you're, if you're really the best quarterback... In the league, which I think he's talent-wise, he should be, and he has been for the last probably close to ten years. There's no reason. This isn't like the the 2000 Ravens, 85 Bears. There's no reason why you should not score th- one of those three times. And he didn't. He didn't do anything. And this is where I, where I think Rogers' uh, legacy is gonna is gonna take a hit. You know, he, he's won that one Super Bowl, so it, it, he's not gonna do go over. But like, you can't. You can't do that. You have to, you have to make a drive, a memorable drive in these in these types of games, and he never does it. Never does it.
1: The receivers Um, were playing relatively well. Also, they didn't have that many drops or like reasonable drops. And then
3: obviously the not the uh, plenty of other plays that they could have won uh, the game on, but the the one play that I'm sure everybody you know the the decision to go for a field goal down eight points with two and a half minutes to go, whatever, however much, much time was left on fourth down, fourth and goal from inside the 10. I, I don't, I, I haven't heard why he did it. I don't think he, I don't know if the floor gave a reason, but that's honestly one of the dumbest coaching decisions I think I've ever seen in the NFL, uh, especially in the playoffs. It reminds me of that one, a few years or a number of years ago, I guess now where Tony Dungy tried to do something just as stupid against an offense. might have been against Brady, actually, and uh, New England, where Dungy was going to try to send out the field goal unit, and Peyton Manning basically refused to leave the field because it was that stupid. Um, that's almost what I feel like Aaron Rodgers should have done on Sunday. Like, no, we are going for this because we might not get the ball back. I'm the quarterback. You're listening to me. But he didn't. He walked off. And they they kicked the field goal and they never got the ball back. I still don't understand. Why would you kick a field goal? You're down eight points. So you kick a field goal, you still need a touchdown. It doesn't do anything.
1: Maybe you'll get closer than inside the 10.
3: But <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Even if they don't get it, Tampa Bay has the ball inside the 10-yard line. So you hold them, you're going to get the ball back at midfield. Like, I, there has to be like a lose-lose situation in going for it in that, in that situation. If you don't go for it, if you, if you go for it and you don't get it, Fine, but 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 then you hold him and you can get good field position, or you go for it and you get it. Then you could tie the game. A Mind-blowingly dumb. I mean, maybe
1: mistake. against like a rookie quarterback or someone that's been pressured all game and is roughed up. But I mean, Tom Brady was just playing real well during. Well, I guess the three interceptions are other yeah, than but that. They still I, thought, scored I thought he was wins. relatively well composed, and he's still like, how many times Super Bowl MVP quarterback? You can't. Put the ball in the hands of Tom Brady and expect to get it back. You just can't. Like, but I would just love to know what the
3: rationale is for kicking a field goal there. You go from eight points to five points. You still need a touchdown either way. Well, he bet a
1: lot on the game and that (laughs) ruined the
3: spread. Yeah, yeah, he needed to cover the spread. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that that play, that decision, uh, blew me away. And you know, and Rogers. I'm off the Rogers bandwagon. I'm done with him.
2: You were already <laughs> off him before last week, Dan.
3: you were off. I know, I was because I, I had no, I've I no, I've I had no faith in him coming up big in, in in a big game, and he didn't. Never has. Just done.
0: Good. All right, so getting off the
3: bandwagon. One, one other question. Done here. Well, uh, I, I was curious uh, because the rumors after the game. Uh, so I don't know if the, how big they've been in, uh, you know, in the Milwaukee area. I know Roland's in Chicago, but still, he has family members about uh, how this might have been Rogers' last game of the season, last game as a Packer. I saw some uh, some reports. I think Schefter tweeted something out. Uh, yeah, but, like but like there's rumors Rodgers. about him going to the Patriots. I mean, who knows how how, how true any of this stuff is, but. Um,
0: he did. He did he an interview today. He did an interview today with uh, McAfee, and uh, just said, you know, I don't see why I wouldn't come back. I just, you know, said that what, a, you know, you never know in this business, you know, what what could happen. But I don't see a reason why I wouldn't come back. Well, they drafted a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. So he's basically putting it putting it on management.
1: Yeah, that's. I don't know. I, I kind of don't like that attitude and I think it's rubbed off on a lot of the fans too where I've heard well he's had a mediocre team for so many years and I, I don't know they've had crazy good lines um they've, they've granted like receivers the receivers too. have been young uh, for some years but like now Devontae Adams for a few years and
3: they had Finley they had Jordy Nelson I mean they've good he's had, he's had good players
1: Yeah I don't, I don't buy the argument is what yeah. I'm
3: saying. Um, no, I know. I I, I will say he, I'm not a big Mike McCarthy fan, so maybe you want to say he he was not very good for a while. But um, yeah, it's tough. I was I was disappointed with uh not just dispo- I was happy because I bet on uh Tampa Bay, but I really like Aaron Rodgers, and uh, you know he's let me down too many times. Yes
1: they had two big injuries for the game with Bakhtiari and Jones went out early in the game, but yeah, I don't think those would have been deciding factors in this. This was, it seemed more mental and coordination wise. Um, and then that play call, I don't know, that play call to, to kick a field goal on fourth down was just like almost laying down. I don't. I, I don't. It's, I, don't and I haven't so, seen the record, right? I'm for surprised the that Rodgers would let that happen, just given. Uh, second year.
3: Second yeah, year folks? Okay. Yeah, second year, yeah. But yeah, I agree. Anyway, uh Tampa, Tom Brady back in the Tom Brady's back in the Super Bowl, which is honestly it's, it's it's unbelievable.
1: It was a funny meme that was like uh Tom B- Brady just picked a random team and asked them if they want to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Listen, that that team is pretty much a, a stack. It's a stack team.
3: It is. It's essentially the same team they had last year, though.
1: The team last year was pretty good. I was telling oh. Jess, I was like, there were some injuries, but the team overall was pretty good last year. Jameis yeah, Winston got... wasn't that great. Yeah. But... yeah, well, that was the thing. Yeah. He
3: switched Winston for that Brady. But, like, yeah. even still, Hold I mean, down. yeah, Gronk, Gronk was – whatever, he, he made a couple nice plays. But...
0: You got Sue. you got JPP, um – you got Mike Evans. You got, you know, Warnett's having a, you know, comeback uh, season kind of. Being relevant. I mean, you got you got the pieces now. You got a good wide receiving core. You got good, you know, tight ends. It's a stack team, team. And they will be playing the Kansas City Chiefs, who is also a stack team, who played uh, and beat the Buffalo Bills. In a uh, pretty convincing form uh, in Kansas City, what do you guys think of this game? Besides Buffalo didn't they obviously didn't didn't stand a chance after that uh, second quarter.
3: They didn't stand a chance. Buffalo's a good team too.
0: Yeah. To start the game, uh, Buffalo had a good uh, few drives there, but they didn't punch it in and I think that's what kind of messed them up a little bit. Um, yeah, you need to really and, get a lead
3: on Kansas City. Kansas City seems to get off yeah. to like a bit of a slow start. And if you don't get like, you know, 14 nothing something type of that lead.
0: Yeah, So they went up 9 went, went nothing in the first quarter. And then in the second quarter, Kansas City answered that with 21 <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous.
3: And I, I don't think Buffalo... I think Buffalo's a good team. Uh, <clears throat> the defense didn't play good. Obviously, Kansas City had a great defense, a uh, great offense, but... Buffalo's defense was one of the better ones in the league this past season, and I don't think they played very well uh, on Sunday. Um, and then you had um, um, Buffalo's offense, while I think good, I don't think it. I don't think it's a good matchup for in this game because Buffalo just likes to pass the ball constantly. You're giving you giving you know three straight passes and you're off the field in thirty. three straight incompletions, you're off the field in 30 seconds and Kansas City gets the ball back after they just score a touchdown, down the field they go again, you know, so it's you, you really need, kind of need a more methodical offense I think, against Kansas City yeah. uh, plus the fact that their defensive play as good as they've been playing all year I think are, was disappointing cause that, you know, Buffalo had a good yeah. season but they're clearly still short a little bit I might mean, uh, take for you Dan
0: yeah, go ahead
2: Go for it. Uh Buffalo's gonna be lucky to make the playoffs next year. Lucky. Whoa. Who's making Why would
3: the playoffs? Who's winning, who's winning the division?
2: Uh I'm gonna take the Finns. Who's that quarterback?
3: They're oh, their that's a good check.
0: They're gonna I thought have a, a quarterback.
3: Te- the team's terrible. But who's that quarterback? Tua? Tua. They're Tua baby. <laughs> Didn't Tua get benched? No. no.
2: Uh, they did go uh, back and
3: forth a little bit over there. <laughs> I
1: was yeah, they did. The season, though, I think he stabilized after like game seven or eight. I thought
3: they benched. I thought they benched him again. No. Nah.
0: Maybe uh, you know they had it, you know either way. Out a two, game a, or two.
3: Yeah. two of stinks. Uh, no way. And Miami's team is terrible. No way. I will take that bet. I don't know what the bet is, but I will take that. Yeah. Bet. <laughs>
0: there, there was no bet. There <laughs> was the I know.
2: I know. It was a hot take. I don't know. I'll bet it, though. I'll bet it. I'll bet it. Let's take take it. All right. Bill is winning the division. I say they're not winning the division next year. No,
3: no, 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 no. No, Who has a better season? Buffalo or Miami?
2: (sighs) Oh, that's a tough bet. I want to take the field of the division.
3: What are you talking about? You just said you you took Miami to win the division.
2: I didn't say all that. Well, yes, I did. (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm just debating if I'm going with Miami or um, New England to have a bounce-back season.
3: No, it's impossible to depends judge the Patriots until they have a quarterback. Yeah. yeah depends that, on who I, I just can't see the Patriots back. being this bad again. again? They yeah. need a quarterback. I mean. Matthew
0: Stafford.
2: This Goody is Stafford. going to be the biggest quarterback uh, free agency this, this year, I believe.
3: Yeah. There's a lot of quarterbacks that could still play.
2: Yeah, so, like, you know, the Patriots are going to come out with one of the best ones. Oh,
3: yeah. Whoever that would, free agent is.
2: Whoever, whoever but, said it, I would love to see Stafford. I, I want to see that one.
3: Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh...
0: So, getting back on point, we'll talk about those free agents in a little bit. This uh, Kansas City game, Tyreek Hill, nine receptions, 172 yards. Kelsey, 13 receptions for 118 yards. It's ridiculous, ridiculous,
3: ridiculous.
2: He's good, he's good,
3: he's good. Uh, the, their offense is too good, and I love how they use Hill. Yeah,
0: Hill, Hill is like uh, you line him up, he floats around the backfield, he runs like laps around the quarterback, and then he you know pops up uh, out of a wide receiver, you know, you know flat reception and and picks up fucking fifty yards. It's it's crazy.
2: I don't understand how more teams don't watch their offense and try to replicate how they use Hill because most teams have a player of a similar skill set, maybe not as good as him, but similar, similar skill set that, that always gets misused. I feel like.
3: Oh, I totally agree. They, they run Hill for everything they do. Like he is like, he's either a decoy or he's the primary. Like that's it. And like, it's all about the speed.
0: It's all about speed.
3: Yeah, I, but I, like, yeah, I agree. I don't understand how, like, uh, like Buffalo. Buffalo's good offense. So, like, Stephon Diggs is a phenomenal player. I mean, he's probably pretty close to the talent level of Hill. Like, you could do the same thing with Stephon Diggs. You know, run him around, run him in the backfield, run him from weird positions. Like, I just don't understand why. You know, and I, I, I mentioned Aaron's it. Boy? I think in the
1: chat. What was that? Is he your errand boy? him yeah, running all around, <laughs> running him <all> around, <laughs> like,
0: like I, I. But it's basically the school of thought is you gotta you got a player like Diggs and a player like Phil. They're both got the speed, to do the same thing. But the coaching is let's run Diggs down the field as fast as you can, yeah. outrun the corner, and you know beat out the safety overlap help, or let's do some crazy shit with Hill and just eat away at you. Yeah. But yeah, they should, they should conform. And if you got the speed, that's all you really need.
3: Yeah, they, they should. I, I don't understand. I agree. Like, I, I think I mentioned in the chat, like uh, a couple years ago when, uh, when Kansas, when Andy Reid started doing all of this with Hill and, and whatnot, like that's why I wanted the Giants to use Beckham. Like, I mean, he's, he was fast, similar athletic ability. Like, you can't, you know, run fake end-arounds and, and reverses and run them out of the backfield and just put Beckham all over the field on offense. Like, I, this obsession and, – and, I mean, it's not just, you know, the Giants or, or Buffalo. It's literally the other 31 teams don't do this. Kansas yeah. City is the only one that does it. And, like, like all of these teams have a player – or most of these teams have a player with, you know, either the speed or, or whatever – like do it with Barkley, next year the Giants. Well, they
2: they no, should have done it with, They should have done with my boy Tate. That 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 player, no, Tate sucks. He, he, he
1: fits a in that type of role though. Stinks. He stinks. He's have kind of Ingram run around as a distraction. Never throw it to him. Just a distraction. Run around. <laughs>
3: well, that's the other thing. Like, they have to be good. Golden Tate's not even good anymore. Like it's because stare, he's buddy.
1: misused. He's golden, golden Dan. Him Dan.
3: Him His him name shit. is no Golden. golden. He has like, to be good.
1: I
0: would... <laughs> I would say they mis they misused Golden Tate. I will say that he lost a step, but I would say that he also was misused. And they probably could have done it. He's got a good first step and he probably could do some of the things that or at least yeah. replicated some of the things that hill that does, but No, he couldn't. He's
3: uh, slow. He's not fast. He's slow. He's not a threat of on course. offense. You single you single cover him all the time. He he's Maybe not he stinks. doesn't get any set. He doesn't get any separation. Like there's no, there's no benefit. I mean, Golden Tate is probably the fifth best receiver in the Giants this season, and I'm not even exaggerating. But, but Dan,
2: you're, you're also you're also talking about skills in a traditional offense. We're talking no, about no, no, no. Putting, we're talking about putting Tate into a role in like Hill, where you get him in space, where he doesn't need to get that separation, where he uses his quickness to get around wide receivers. He's receiver. not quick.
3: Have you seen him? He's not quick anymore. He, he is, is quick. He's not bad. Shot. He is he's, quick. He's not quick anymore. He's not quick. They put him in. They put him in different things. The guy, ha, the guy had the worst yards after catch in the NFL this season. The worst. Who the fuck is guarding this guy? Don't freak up, Golden Tate. Sh- shit me. He's, a, he's, a, he's, probably the 10th, he's probably the He's probably the. He's probably the tenth most talented starter on the Giants offense. Probably he's the tenth fastest yeah,
0: too. He's quick. He's not fast. He's quick. He's not fast.
3: He's not quick. He's not it's, quick. Watch the Giants. I'm, I'm done talking about Golden Tate. The guy stinks. He should retire. Thanks. <laughs> should retire. But they should do a Barkley next year. Run Barkley around. Run him um, around.
0: Is, is Bar- is Bar- does Barkley have the hands to do that? I don't know. I don't think supposed
3: so. be a good, He's supposed to be a good receiving option. Moving I mean, on. I, mean, I mean, you're just going to line Move Barkley on. up in the backfield, play after play, and just do a run of fucking traditional offense? Utilize him. I mean,. I, it, Because what makes Hill, and this is why your Tate comparison is so ridiculous, what makes Hill so good at that is because he's a legitimate threat, that teams are going to focus their offense on stopping Tyreek Hill. No one's fucking focusing shit on stopping Golden Tate. They would focus it on stopping uh, Barkley. They would focus it on stopping Diggs. No one's fucking, no one even game game plans. When Golden Tate shows up on the field, people are like, oh, shit, this guy's still playing in the league? Get the fuck out of here, Golden Tate. Move on. Next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Daminoid. Pick up Golden Tate on this
0: pod. All right. So uh, let's go around. Who you guys got in the Super Bowl? Richie. Chiefs. Roland. Chiefs. Dan. Yeah, Chiefs. I got the Chiefs, too. Oh. I I think it'll be close, though. It's going to be close. gonna be a close game. All right. We'll see what happens. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Moving on. I,
3: I have my doubts.
0: So the big news, big quarterback news.
3: Uh, I don't think Tom's that good party. in the Super Bowl. Yeah. All
0: right. Shut the fuck up, Dan. Tom doesn't play.
3: Tom we, doesn't. A lot of time. Tom doesn't put up big numbers in the Super Bowls.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So uh, big news out of Detroit was that Detroit and Stafford were uh, parting. Were in agreement that they would part ways. Where you guys think he's going to land? Patriots?
2: Yeah, I'll take that.
0: I mean, he's got to go to a good team. He's not going to the Jets. You could
3: Maybe go go the, the Colts. Colts. Um, you could go to the Colts.
2: could be, be the Colts.
3: Those
2: are, those are my top two teams right there.
1: Saints. Yeah, you could go
0: to the oh, Saints, Saints, too. Yeah, that's a good stop, though. Yeah. Peyton's going
3: nice to want somebody man.
0: who knows it. I think the Saints would be like a... A very good pick Stafford gets to stay in a dome I mean
3: Sean Payton's going to yeah. air it out I mean Stafford's done Aired that
0: out. before Yeah he loves throwing it Slinging it,
3: Flinging it. Um,
0: All right so good. Yeah. Any uh, speculation on uh, On the Watson news The Just the Sean. On what I'm just showing Watson where he's going to land
3: Oh, I think he's staying. Yeah, I would
2: bet no. he's staying as well.
0: He, he said it doesn't matter who they hire as a coach. I'm not staying. Yeah. I know they're. Uh, I know the thinking is is that they're gonna uh, push for the Kansas City uh, coordinator. What's his name? All right, good. What? <laughs> what did you say? Kansas City, the Kansas City coordinator. They're making a push for the. Oh, uh, B- B- Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think someone said to him in an interview like, Oh, if they hire him, what'd you say? And he said, I don't care who they're who they hire, I'm not staying. Yeah.
3: I still think I still the
0: think price, yeah. the price yeah. is gonna be high. It might be too high.
2: Yeah, I'll believe it when I see
3: it. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it too. I mean it's gonna be
0: And all this talk this. about the Jets. I mean, we're in New York, me and Richie. And yeah. uh all, all the talk is, oh, he's coming to the Jets. He's coming to the Jets. He is, I, I don't know why he would come to the Jets.
3: I mean, he, will, he, he wouldn't have it. Well, I think he said he wants to go to the Jets, number one. Uh, yeah, but why? Wow. Oh, New York team. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not like his team was that good last year.
0: Uh, what, what he's back? What he's back? Maybe that's maybe that's the big call right? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the... the stuff.
3: well plus plus he likes uh, he likes the coach thats the jet tired. yeah um but i can't see, i mean i mean they're gonna have to give up so much to get him that sure are. i mean he's a great player but it just seems like it would just be too much yeah uh, so well, tell me well, where, uh, where you
2: think he's going then if you uh so convinced he's leaving you No.
0: Know, the early talks the early talks were miami and it made sense because they got Tua. It could be a quarterback-to-quarterback, quarterback, plus pick, you know, trade. It made sense because there was an actual quarterback going back to uh, Houston uh, that had promise. So it, it made sense to me, like, yeah, you know, Houston gets Tua, you know, somewhat of a future ahead of them. Um, like if you're the Jets. What are you offering up? You're offering up uh the, the quarterback, what's his name? He sucks. Yeah. And uh and uh and draft pick. So like Tua's I think Tua has a higher ceiling than the just quarterback right now. Um just There's because Darnold. you haven't seen enough yeah, than Darnold. Just because you haven't seen enough of uh Tua and uh and the just kinda of ruined Darnold. So that had a to me, made more sense for Houston taking a chance on Tua and Pitt. Mm. Uh, And who doesn't want to play in Miami?
3: I don't know. Maybe Watson.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: (laughs) There was some uh, ESPN analyst saying the Jets should trade their first-round pick, second-round pick, something else maybe for Watson. I was like, I don't even know if that's enough to be honest. It's not enough. To, especially to play on the Jets, too. You're going to have to do some work.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 it's a minimum of, like, four picks, you know, yeah. uh, that you got to give picks, up Four picks,
3: Darnold, and they might even ask for that offensive lineman.
0: Yeah, that would be tough. I mean, And, I mean, if you're, wa- you're Watson and you're looking at what they're giving up, do you really want to go into that situation that they're giving up that much? You, you know, you're kind of going into the same position. If you yeah. go to the Jets, Badly, badly run you know team organization and a team that is losing the future with all the draft picks down out the door it's tough I mean he's in a bad. he's in a tough spot in a tough spot
3: yeah I don't know we'll see I don't think he's going anywhere so I think it's so tough we'll see to, I think it's so tough to pull these trades off yeah especially in the in the NFL I can't see it
0: in the NFL definitely. And I think they brought down the uh, the salary cap too. Yeah, right? they did bring it yeah. down.
3: Yeah, it's like That's pretty by quite a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, I don't know how you do that. That's a uh, but moving on from uh, the NFL, let's uh, let's get off the NFL screen. All right, how you guys feel about getting off the NFL screen for a, a little bit?
3: Huh?
0: Sounds All like good? a All
3: genius good? plan.
0: Alright, so, uh, let's, uh, let's, take, uh, let's dip our toe in MLB real quick before we go to the N- NBA, alright? So, MLB came out, uh, today. Uh, there was, uh, some, uh, Hall of Fame voting. No new members this year, because no one made the 75%. Uh, eighty percent? I think
3: it's 80%, right?
0: Oh, maybe it's eighty percent.
3: I think so. Yeah, and
0: I need it. Like it's uh, like a weird number. No, you need 75 percent threshold. Oh, is that 75%.
3: all it is? That's a desire. Yeah,
0: seventy five percent. Uh, filling was the closest, with seventy one point mm-hmm. one. Uh, he also said that since he didn't make it, he wants off the bat, off the uh. <laughs> I did do that. Like, filling stepping fucking asshole. Uh, Barry Bonds came in uh, second with 61.8, which is crazy to me, and Roger Clemens was 61.6 in voting. So you're going to have no Hall of Fame uh, inductees this year for baseball. How stupid is baseball?
1: So stupid. Boy, Jeff Kent's on the list.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are on the list. I mean, if you go down the list, Curt Schilling, Barry Bonds,
1: Roger Clemens, Scott, Scott Rowland,
0: Omar, Omar Vizquel, Billy Wagner, Todd Helton, Todd Helton. Yeah. Gary Sheffield. Yeah. Jeff Kent. How did Gary
1: Sheffield get less votes than Todd Helton? But Gary Sheffield was a uh, dominant, dominating uh, player during his generation.
0: Yeah, the the voting system in this is stupid. I mean, I get that. You know, you don't want everyone getting into the Hall of Fame, you got to earn it. I mean, if you look at these guys, it's a little ridiculous. I mean, even Todd Helton. I mean, Todd Helton had, what, his his batting average was like ridiculous. It was like almost 400
1: for a couple of years, right? Yeah, I think in the 340s for sure.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Which is um,
1: very high. And he was a pretty good power hitter, too.
0: Yeah. Uh I know Kurt Schilling, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens were all, uh, you know, the Balco uh, performance enhancing allegedly guys. Did Schilling Uh, ever get tied to that, really? I think Schilling did, but uh, Uh, I don't know. I I, I don't think he did. What was his uh,
1: knock? I know the next two, definitely. The famous
3: blood on the Yeah. Most... More people don't more people think Schilling is not getting in because of his personal views, not because of his performance on the field.
1: He has oh, to be right, removed right, right. from the ballot next year. He did, yeah. Then he wants to get in through the veterans vote. I mean yeah. Manny Ramirez only got twenty eight percent. ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's not even in the top ten. Manny Ramirez. Come on, guys. Look like
3: at man. that man! Am I mis? misremembering? Well, he
1: He got. Popped.
0: I mean, he got passed too. You You, have you almost have
1: to. I guess my views have changed a little bit on this. You have to let people in. I mean, if if you as the organization didn't catch it at the time, I don't think you can knock people for that generation.
3: So, so uh, the baseball Hall of Fame. I may have said this before either to, in this pot or someplace else but um, so with bonds and clemens only have one more year to get in and they have not increased in the number of votes the last couple of years so it's unlikely that they'll get in if bonds and clemens don't get into the hall of fame that means major league baseball hall of fame will miss its all-time strikeouts leader its all-time home run leader and its all-time hits leader from the Hall of Fame. So literally the three biggest, most important categories in baseball, the all-time leaders in all three wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, how do you have a Hall of Fame missing literally the three most important leaders? It's like, it's like having a basketball Hall of Fame not, not having Jordan in it. It's absurd.
0: These are guys that dominated the game of baseball for their career. You're not letting them in.
3: Yeah, it's silly. I, you, I haven't gotten to the Hall of Fame in, in years, but like, how, how can you go to the Hall of Fame and Barry Ponds isn't in the Hall of Fame? Like, the, the guy has the most home runs ever.
0: Yeah, like I think his bat's in the Hall of Fame. You know, the ball that he hit is in the and Hall. And he has of Fame, like three
1: years, something like that, <laughs> yeah. right? So, like, so it's, so
0: it's just so silly. You're walking the around. You're walking around and your kids going, oh, daddy, this this guy had you know the most home runs. Where's his plaque? Oh, he's not in here. because, you know,
1: he's not it's just in silly. Here.
3: Like the same thing, the same thing with Clemens. Like, how do you how do you not have these guys in the Hall of Fame? I just don't. I don't get and it. And his
1: absurd like, was it his like second to last year? His opponents' batting average on the road was like under one, like under like 100. It was ridiculous.
3: Just don't, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and and like you know whatever you think of the Hall of Fame, it, it, it's like the one, um, it's the one you know it's the one ch- like the Hall of Fame ceremony is like the one chance where you can like pat yourself on the back. There's no like politics. Nobody's complaining about baseball. Like like get to reminisce. And, like you're not gonna have that. It's actually I I so I think it's the first time in sixty years that baseball is not gonna have a Hall of Fame uh, inductee.
1: Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is Pretty sixty ridiculous. years. It was 1960, years. but I was like, it's been sixty years since 1960.
3: <laughs> like that, that's <laughs> unbelievable. That's a weird that's thing. Sixty years. <clears throat> um,
1: it's just, it's just, yeah. Get your shit together, MLB.
0: Yeah, MLB, prove your worth. Prove but, your worth.
1: But the, the other
3: problem, the problem, the other problem with the MLB is the the it has the most absurd or. Like, the voting eligibility for Baseball Hall of Fame is still so stupid. And it's like, like, if you covered MLB for, like, a certain amount of years, you have a vote. doesn't matter if you still cover the sport anymore. Like, like there are guys that haven't covered the sport in 20 years that still get a vote in the Hall of Fame. I don't oh. get it. It's so... Didn't people sell their
1: votes and stuff? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I they're... don't sell my vote, but they sell their vote.
3: It... I, you know, I'm not saying that the NFL is, 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 is any better, but, you know, you just have a bunch of like, you know, a couple hundred randos just sitting around doing, you know, like they could have work in completely different fields. But, you know, hey, 20 years ago, they covered baseball for, for a good chunk of time. And now they they apparently get to select who goes into the Hall of Fame or not. It's fucking stupid. But anyway, then you get stupid shit like this, but now you're going to have nobody in it. Good job, yeah. baseball. Baseball's stuff. the worst. It is the worst. It We're really the is. Way. They can't get out of their own way.
0: Yeah. All right. Moving on from baseball because, you know.
2: Hold on. on. Uh, oh, you left out good. the most important thing from baseball today. Fuck the Hall of Fame. No one cares about that. The Phillies signed JT yeah. Romuto today. Uh, the, yeah, best, no the best no catcher one. in baseball.
0: No one cares. They re-signed him. Resign they them. re-signed
2: them. They re-signed them. They're yeah. still going to suck. Yeah. They, they might make the playoffs now. Okay,
0: good. Yeah, <laughs> great.
3: Great. All right, moving on. No one, no one cared about that, that news.
0: Moving on.
2: Moving Biggest on. news of the day, uh, Dan.
3: Big deal. Five NBA. years, 115. Woo! Phillies have that kind of change lying around? Uh, they don't, so it's
2: kind of surprising <laughs> to everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, NBA talks. Oh, uh, today was Kobe Bryant, eh? R.I.P. Uh, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Uh, I, I remember where I
3: was. I had just left watching uh, the Avengers movie. There you
0: the go. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, Dan, how are you liking your mix? Uh,
3: I'm actually watching the game right now, Tommy. They're playing the uh, Utah Jazz. Yeah. Uh, they're winning so far, but uh, we'll see. Utah's a, Utah's a really good team, so. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, you know they're they're, they're playing okay. Thirty-seven. They're, they're up good. fifty to thirty-seven. Austin Rivers has gone like unconscious in this game. I think he's he ha- he probably has like thirty points. I think uh, I have to probably check the actual stats. But but he has at least twenty points in the first half. He probably has close to half the Knicks points. Um. So uh, you know they're, they're playing okay. I I think um,
0: he's got twenty twenty five points already. Twenty
3: five, yeah. So it is half, yeah. Twenty five points in the first half so far. Uh, you know he's played okay. Uh, so he's obviously played great. The Knicks have played fine. You know, uh, quickly had a brilliant game. He's not playing as well tonight, but he had a brilliant game uh, against Portland. Uh, and I, I I think I think he's going to be starting. Uh, at some point this season, he's too good not to be. Plus, Alfred Payton is terrible. Plus, like Quickly could shoot, so I really like Quickly. I think what the Knicks need to do if I'm if I'm the Knicks, everybody, if I'm running the Knicks, this is what I do. I think I think they have to trade Julius Randle. I think Randle's having a really good year, but I don't think his game, if they can possibly take him. I don't think his game. Trans, well, I know his game doesn't translate into the quote unquote modern NBA. And you can't play, you can't play, you have Toppin. And so he's taking minutes away from Toppin. And and you have Randall and Mitchell Robinson playing at the same time. And they both need to be around the paint. It just doesn't work. And you're not going to trade Mitch and because Obi's not going to play the five. So to me, I think, I think you to look into dealing Randall. I think you can probably get some decent value for him. He's having a really good season. Uh, And then you go with a line of, like, quickly Burks. Barrett, Obi, and Mitchell Robinson. To me, it should be the Knicks' starting five by the end of February. But that's how I would run it. I guarantee the Knicks are not trading Julius Randle. Won't even think about it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Dan. I think I think Why? maybe they should keep them. Why? Well, because you know they're, they're kind of in stage two of their process, the Knicks in my mind, where they need to have a respectable team to lure some nice players to their to their squad. Yeah. And and Randall's inarguably their best player this season so far. Oh yes, totally. So so if you trade him, the team's gonna go right back in the tank. But
3: I think I think Toppin has a much higher ceiling than Randall. Well no I I agree but but you, but, you gotta so be, when are you gonna get rid? Rand- because Randall's on, under contract for another year, so you're gonna you're gonna keep oh be playing 10, 12 minutes a game. I, I think or you have after? to keep
2: Randall for this season. You need a good a good next season.
3: They could keep his minutes after they have to start getting Toppin some more playing time. I think I the more I watch Toppin, I think I mentioned this last time. The more I watch Toppin, the more the more I think he he is uh, his comp is Amari Stoudemire, except uh, with a better three-point shot. Or oh, with a three-point shot, because Stoudemire didn't even take it. Like, I think, I think prime Amari, that's what Obi is. Like, he's athletic, he can set picks, he uh, hangs above the rim. Uh, and, except with Stoudemire, he couldn't shoot more than maybe 12 feet, 15 feet away from the hoop. Tapman the can knock down threes. So... Like, to me, that's what you need. You need... The NBA, you need you either need a stretch four or stretch five. You can't have both your four and your five playing in the basket. And that's where the Knicks get in trouble with, with Randall and Mitchell playing at the same time. I, I agree, and I, I think Randall's played great. But I think the Knicks need to think about, you know, long term. And I could see if they start losing some games here.
2: Well... You know, the question is, is why is he getting 11 or 12 minutes? There's no reason why your number six or number seven players on your rotation can't get around 18 to 20 minutes a game. So just stagger the minutes a little better.
3: Well, because because Randall plays about 40 minutes a game, 38 to 40 minutes a game. Well, cut his back four minutes. Well, I, I know. They should cut his back. They won't. They won't. Vandals shouldn't be playing more than 30, 31 minutes a There's game. a lot to manage in life, right? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> your
1: that out, Roland. Edit that I out. Is
3: think, that our first advertisement?
1: I'm going to be editing a lot, Dan. Yep. <laughs> we made it.
3: <laughs> We're um, But yeah, I mean, I think... Uh... M-
0: muffle, muffle that sound again, Dan.
3: <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, but no I think uh that that's the problem is is Randall's playing too much and there's no they don't want to play I don't I think Toppin is a 4 I don't think he can play any other position so he's somewhat limiting in that that respect he's not big enough or strong enough to play the 5 uh, and the Knicks have Mitch no Nel- uh Nerlands and then Randall plays a 4 and he plays yeah he plays 40 minutes a game he shouldn't play 40 minutes a game but he does
2: yeah so so, so you
3: don't need to trade him you just need a coaching adjustment I don't think Tibbs is going to make that adjustment. To be honest with you, probably because it gives them the best. And I get it; it gives them the best chance to win the more Randall plays because he's going to give you twenty-five, eight and eight. Like that's basically been his. Uh, but I will say this about the Knicks: I am, I, I may sound crazy in saying this. I think
0: you sound crazy. The
3: Knicks have. <laughs> With R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly, I think those two are, are potential not not this season, but potentially another year or two, like all star caliber players. Like I think Barrett and Quickly can certainly be like all star level and make like all star teams. Never, I don't know if they're good enough to be like, yeah, I don't think they're good enough to be superstar level players, but I think the two of them, the, from what I've seen, I, I think they could both be, like you know. Well, that, that's that's Maybe. all you
2: need, because then you have those two that plus knows. you know, plus New York, and I think that can get you a, star, a superstar.
3: I know. That's all you need. If you have two guys who will – and I I really do think that Quickly and Barrett could very well, within the next year or two, be, like, all-star caliber players. And then you have Mitchell Robinson, who's never going to be all-star caliber, but he'll just be who he is, which is a very good player on, 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 on solid teams. And then top it, I don't know enough about. I haven't seen him play enough to... Like, he definitely has a talent. It's tough to... Because he hasn't had those big games like Quickly has had so far where it's like, oh shit, Quickly can play. Like, Toppin has had bursts, but he's only played in like six games so far. So it's too early. for him. But Barrett and Quickly, I'm convinced they are all-star level players. And I agree. If you have that, then you just need a superstar. And it's much easier to get a superstar when you're like, hey, we have... Two guys who are pretty good already. Yep. I yep. They're up. I mean, they are on a really tough road trip right now. Be, if they win tonight, though, they'll finish. I think the road trip two and two, and that would be. Or,
2: Dan, you know tonight. it doesn't matter. You already lost Yang as a as a fan of the Knicks to the Nets, so you no, might as well. Not, no,
3: he's coming <laughs> back. I thought I I thought he said he was coming. I thought he said that they're starting to win him back.
2: No, th- he's not coming back.
3: <laughs> he also. He also said, apparently, uh, apparently, who doesn't? But he also has a feud with James Dillon. Like how many it's not, have that's a not surprising. It's not surprising. But it's like, how many people have a freaking feud with this guy? picks also need a two-guard, man. They are desperate. Like, they play, they're playing Reggie Bullock and Alec Burke on the, at the two. And they're fine. They don't have – they're not athletic at the two two position. That's the one position where, where – they need to
0: buy like if they could trade randall ah you know
3: what they should do rich. they should trade randall for uh can't hear you, know. you. can't hear you can't hear me. how about now better better yeah. yeah rich you know what they should you know what the knicks should do what's that they should trade randall for uh and, and whatever and you know whatever else within reason for uh uh bradley beal
2: Randall's not getting them pride to be people no Brad no to they'd have here. to give
3: they'd have to give up a pick but I would do it they'd
2: have to give like their next two first rounders unprotected
3: I think they could do this year's unprotected
2: that's not enough
3: and hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else they can get rid of because I think Beale wants out he does and I think he would be he would be Perfect on this Knicks team because they need, and I mean, he plays it too. That's it, it's such a killer position for them. I don't know who else, who else could I trade? Let, let, let me fool I mean, around with the, the Knicks trade machine, <laughs> the ESPN I mean, trade machine.
2: Just saying, I would give up a harden type package for Biel. I would give up, um, I, I'd give him up, plus, I'd give your next four first round picks up that you can give.
3: Seems like a lot.
2: I look. I, you know, but it, but if the Knicks get him, all those picks are late first rounders.
3: Oh, totally. Oh, that I, I think if the Knicks get him and quickly and Barrett uh, develop how I think they very well could. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Knicks are. They're not going to be. They're not. I don't know if they'll all be contenders, but I think they'll be top four in the league, in in, in the conference.
2: Make the deal, be, Dan. Call it in.
3: Well, I, I I have to think of who they who. I have to think who they get rid of. I mean, I'd get rid of... I'd get rid of anybody that's not quickly Barrett Toppin or Robinson. I don't know
2: if... I'm not giving
0: up any of my good players. I'm not giving up any of my good players.
1: Yeah, I love how you're looking to, like, take out the trash but get a star player with it.
3: <laughs> well, no, I mean, Randall's a good player. Yeah, I'd give like, up... Who
1: can we scrap together?
3: Yeah, I'd have to see. I think, I think the Knicks have... I have to see it. think the Knicks have two first round picks this year. I thought they did.
0: Hey, I'd hey, give up. Give, give, give me your superstar and I'll give you a trash and a couple of, of uh, draft picks, all right? Yeah, thanks. We have oh, a real
1: game, good trainer we could uh, carry it over to. Next Knicks draft picks
3: 2021. Let me see. Um, I don't know. I. I, I, I mean, whatever, I I obviously give up let's see. Yeah, see the Knicks have the Knicks have two I believe the Knicks have two picks. Um Knicks have two first round picks this year. So they could conceivably give up both their first round picks this year, Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, and maybe I don't know. You give up one more first round pick next year? Gotta be in two years. Oh, yeah, it would have to be in two years. It would be 2023. And they ha- and they actually have two first-round picks in 2023. I would do that. There you I'd go. Give up, I'd give up both first-round picks this year. One of your first-round picks in 2023. Julius Randle, Kevin Knox. Get it done.
0: That's too much. Now it's too much?
3: <laughs> I'd too do much it, though. Draft picks. I,
0: don't, I, don't, I don't like giving up that many draft picks.
3: Three draft picks. If you have Beal, I think, and you have – Beal's young. How, how old is Beal? He's not old.
0: Yeah, but you're 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 giving up a first round. You're giving up your first round this year.
3: Who cares? You, Knicks. If the Knicks roll, if if the Knicks roll into the next offseason, and, and and the the only the only problem I have with that, with doing that, is you're rolling the dice, assuming that, uh, assuming that um, quickly and Barrett are going to continue to develop. Like you you are rolling the dice quite. Substantially, that you think Barrett and Quickly are going to become all star caliber players. I think they can, I think they will be, but that is a big bit of a roll of the dice. Yeah,
2: so, so in theory, you want to make this big splash deal one year from now when you see them progress a little further.
3: Yeah, I'd make it now.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that you're, a, it, risking every, you're risking everything by doing it now, though.
3: Yeah, I mean, because if they suck, then you're going to just be – then Beal's going to be unhappy. And, but, God, they need they need a shooter on that t- that two spot. Ah, oh, bad Beal. I, I mean, honestly, i still do making it. A,
0: you're, making, you're making a gamble to, to be like a six seed in, in the fucking standings.
3: Yeah, and then – but then if you have Beal on your team, and on your back roster next season – if you have Beal on your roster next season, you have no other big contracts – you can then, you know, yeah, you quickly you have Barrett. I mean, then you could then you could start doing some other things. Maybe you, maybe you sign somebody else. I don't know who's a free agent next year yet, but then I think your options are completely available because if you're going to win, you know, then yeah, then you're probably a six seed, and now you're you're one more player away from being a top three seed. I'd do it. We're on the Knicks, let's do it. That's a, that's that's too much of a gamble. I don't like it. Knicks have to take gambles. Are they just going to sit and keep hoping that they draft somebody? Like Beal's a star.
0: Strategic gambling. Strategic gambling. Beal's a star. You're gambling with your heart. you got to gamble with your head.
3: Beal's a star. They need somebody in the cut. The other thing that I really like with Beal is that he plays the position that the Knicks have absolutely no talent at. You know, quickly, I think, can be an all-star caliber point guard. Barrett, I think, can be an all-star caliber three. Poppin, I think, could be a good four. You know, he needs to play more to prove it, but I do think he can be a good four. Mitchell's a solid five. And then you have, whatever, some bench players. The Knicks have literally no talent at the two. I mean, Austin Rivers is playing there, and he's having a good game tonight, but, you know, he has a, he has a good game once a week. You know, the next two games will be shit. So, man, I would love if the Knicks got Bradley Beal. Love it.
0: All right, thanks for your Knicks, Knicks rap, uh, Dan. <laughs> Richie, Richie, how are your sixers doing?
2: I don't have a lot to say about them. They're uh, still still going good. Uh, Top five record in the league.
0: Um, First place in the Atlantic.
2: First place in the East. You know, they're they're doing great. uh, Playing the Lakers tomorrow night, huh?
3: Yeah, that's a big game. That's a big game.
2: That should be a fun one. I think that's on national
3: TV as well. It's on ESPN, yeah. So that's a
2: that's a must watch
0: there you go must see yep. tv richie what yep. are you drinking tonight
2: i got the uh big can. voodoo big ranger can. ipa
0: yeah and, voodoo ranger
2: and it is a tall boy yes
0: friend of the pod love the can love it
2: yeah it is a great can
0: great can. love that voodoo ranger seven percent
2: which is You know, right at the line pretty much of where you want to be. That's where you want to be at. Yep. So good stuff. Get it. It was uh, on sale for $3, this can. (laughs) (laughs) Solid.
0: Nice. Good deal. Good deal. Roland, what do you got? What do you got there? What are you packing? I
1: have a uh, Tropical Torpedo, which is a tropical IPA from Sierra Nevada. That's Um, 6.0%. I think it's just a recent thing where they've been putting in, like, mango and tropical fruits, like, with IPAs. And I kind of dig the pairing. This isn't as good as the the one that's related to Richie's, which is the 1984 Voodoo Ranger. Like, the Retro Can. Right. That was my favorite one of this style of beer, but this is pretty good. Very drinkable. It's kind of weird drinking these in the middle of the winter, though. I feel like it should be hot out for me to drink a tropical IPA, but
0: yeah, still good. Recommend a Weird mix. It's a nice little nice little break in your uh, in your snowstorm
1: uh, for a, uh, a little summer. I'll get some heavy ass stouts and porters next week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Danny, you drinking anything? No, you're not drinking anything.
3: I have a uh, Long Trail.
0: Just grab that. Long Trail.
3: Long Trail. Green Blaze IPA. Trail worthy IPA. Uh,
0: Granny Smith apples in
3: there. <laughs> I think it looks like it's pine cones. 6.5%. Uh, it's uh, pretty good. I actually really like Long Trail. I think they're a pretty solid beer. It's a variety pack. Uh, again, all of them in it are delicious um trying to read if there's any other stuff on this can but it's good it's good outdoors falls hiking can they're right
0: what's the abv on it
3: uh 6.5 6.5 all right
0: good good beers this week good beers very good all right uh that's our show for this week uh i'd like to thank you all for listening For producer Roland Barrielli, Rich Kakel, Jim, and myself, Tommy McGrell, I'd like to thank you. Please listen to us next week, and uh, we'll give you a little more Super Bowl uh, preview and uh,
1: some NBA talk
0: and uh, all that jazz. We'll catch you
3: next week. Bye. Zoom.